We're here with Chris Stewart of Flipping the Focus. That's right. Excellent. So welcome, Chris. Hi. So what do you do at Flipping the Focus? At Flipping the Focus? Uh, well, let me start with, uh, I know that the name of the show is The Do-Do's and The, oh, the Don't-Do's. Did some uh, research. Yeah. <laughs> of course, uh, I try to come prepared yeah. of personalized learning. And I thought I'd start with The Don't-Do. Okay. Oh, good. We'll kind of go off the wall yeah. and The Don't-Do. So it's a little philosophical, but what I would say to educators is not to give up. Okay, so when things do get tough and stressful, is stick with it. And yeah. I know that's really easy to say. It's a harder thing to do. Absolutely. So in terms of flipping the focus, I'm getting to that, but I'll tell you a little bit of a story. So it has to do with not giving up. So if you're feeling overwhelmed, is try to start with a thin slice. Mm -hmm. okay. So start with a thin slice and then set goals for yourself. Go along with other people. So go together with others um, and actually follow a, a line of inquiry. So, you know, look at the moves that you're making. Uh, follow an assessment framework and, and monitor your progress. So the story, I guess, behind that is sort of my own learning journey um, at Flipping the Focus. So. A number of years ago, um, I started playing around with innovative practices, so uh, flipped learning, uh, been exploring thinking classrooms, um, and what I uncovered that I was going through a particular prof professional learning uh, cycle myself. So I started thinking about how would I scale that type of learning out to my colleagues within my district. Mm. I was also afforded a lot of uh, different secondments or coaching opportunities. So I also found that the models used there for professional learning were coincident with what I was experiencing. Mm -hmm. was also coincident with what was going on um, in uh, the province of Ontario, which is uh, where mm. I'm from. Yeah. Um, so it's just amazing the, um, the level of the coherence, the alignment that even I, as an individual practitioner, was experiencing, um, I could just start to see that picture being drawn out across all levels, um, and not just me as a teacher in my classroom. So that's where Flipping the Focus kind of um, came from. It endeavors to support educators in their own practice and at different levels. So we could be coaching you know, in your classroom tomorrow, uh, we could be doing professional learning here at the conference. So um, really it is about educators becoming their, their better selves and not giving up, sticking to it. So one of the, one of the things that you said about the, the framework of how it all works sounds very familiar to what we could be doing with our learners in the classroom. So it sounds like exactly. it's, a, it's, a, it's a model that they can experience themselves and then take that right back. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, actually, I was just listening to the keynote here at the conference. A similar message came out that one of the best things you can do is to model. Mm -hmm. So whether it's the students in your classroom or if you're a leader who's developing your staff, is to model that very same uh, type of learning cycle or, or process with, uh, with your audience. It makes it easier for teachers to see that what this is what I'm talking about, this is what it looks like, and so they yeah. don't have to like, it's not a sit and get, exactly. in other words. Exactly. Right, so they can kind of take it from there and use it right in their classroom. Absolutely. And it really, uh, we're talking about this alignment or um, 
the similarity of ideas yeah. and we're looking at personal learning. So how do we make learning more personal for students? I can't think of any better way than to model yeah. through uh, this particular framework that, that we're talking about. Yeah. So how do you, when you first get a group of um, adult learners sure. who are just starting out on this journey towards personalized learning, how do you get them started? How do you engage them in it? And what are some of the first methods you um, let them experience? Okay, so I'm going to preface that by a few words. Okay. So, and I'm going to go back to the student. Okay, so I'll talk more about that as well. So yeah. lots to mention there. Uh, but with your students, you want them to be able to respond, and you yourself want to be responsive to their needs. Uh, you want what they're doing to be relevant, and you want to have a relationship with them. Otherwise, you're you're sunk. There's right. really not a lot you can do. So it's the same thing with adult learners. Um, is that you do want to provide a, an opportunity for them to be responsive. They need to know that you are responsive to their learning needs. It needs to be relevant. Yeah. And I mean, some people may not be looking for that relationship, right. but I'm willing to <laughs> bet that they are, right? Just because someone says that, you know, I'm not up for that, it doesn't mean that they won't. But what it likely means is that they they can't just yet, but they're they're close to it. Okay. Yeah. So one of the one of the focuses of this conference is personalized learning for career readiness. Right. So what can you speak to how what you're doing here uh, relates to that? Absolutely. Uh, so the session, um, if you, if you'd like to come out to it, it's uh, tomorrow afternoon at two twenty-five mm -hmm. uh, here at the conference. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to model uh, how I would go about professional learning, like even through my own examples, and then invite the audience into that, but also be coincidentally learning something else at the same time. So we're embedding the learning, but within the professional learning cycle. So that's that's what I'm up to uh, tomorrow with, uh, with educators. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Excellent. So one of our one of our taglines for the podcast, as you've already said, is about the do-dos and don't-dos of personalized yeah. learning. Mm -hmm. You were very prepared yeah. and came with a don't-do. So let's talk about what your biggest do-do is for our listeners. Oh, okay. Uh, I can, I've got a bit, bit of a list here. But, Excellent. Uh, I, you know what? Actually, I did bring a little something with me here today. Outstanding. Um, Look at the people that are prepared. Oh, that's, it's so fantastic. good. It okay, is really so good. Yeah. I do have to forewarn the audience that it's a bit longer than my don't-do list. Um, <laughs> good. <laughs> so, so my do-do list. So I'm going to frame that into four categories. Okay. So if you're out there and you're listening, I want you to think of it as um, maybe somewhat of a continuum. Nice. So you might be in a different part of your educational journey. So let's say that your starting point is, um, I'm going to call it the following. I'm going to call it mindset. So just a few words for you to consider. So one, listen, voice, acknowledge. Empathy, be curious, stay informed, and make connections. So really that mindset piece talks to where the educator is at. So where is their mindset? Um, so I think you really got to start at that, that point or that place. And beyond that, 
beyond that as you move forward. Uh, the next phase, I'm going to call this uh, a building phase, so to build. So you need to focus, try, seek feedback, and reflect forward. So kind of an abbreviated form, that is the learning cycle. So you make a plan, you take action, you seek feedback from others, and you reflect forward. So at that point in time, you're in the midst of taking action to go about learning. We may not have yet reached the learning goal, but when you do, that's the next phase. So we'll call that learn. So it's important that you do fail and that you do that often. Embrace messiness yes. and persist. Yes. <laughs> and very importantly, go together. So when it comes to personalized learning, you can't do it yourself. Right. Uh, you could be the best practitioner out there in the confines of your classroom. But I would challenge you that you may not be there yet because your students might end up not being their better selves in other places within the school or in the community. So it has to, has to transfer. Excellent. And the last one is to lead. So this is the shortest one here, but the most impactful, I think, is share your learning, serve, and devote. So uh, certainly that last point about serving and devoting oneself to, uh, to supporting teachers and students is really all about, at least I think, balancing precision. We talk an awful lot about being precise, but we don't balance it enough with personalization. Mm. So I think we need to do a little, a better job at sort of finding what is that, you know, for lack of a better word, right uh, balance uh, for educators um, and for students. For Stewart, thank you so much. Thank this has been you. very, very interesting. Welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah.